Section 2 of Morning and Evening Thoughts This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by S.K. Edison, New Jersey. Morning and Evening Thoughts by James Allen. Section 2. Days 1 through 10. First Morning in aiming at the life of blessedness, one of the simplest beginnings to be considered, and rightly made, is that which we all make every day, namely, the beginning of each day's life. There is a sense in which every day may be regarded as the beginning of a new life, in which one can think, act, and live newly, and in a wiser and better spirit. The right beginning of the day will be followed by cheerfulness permeating the household with a sunny influence, and the tasks and duties of the day will be undertaken in a strong and confident spirit, and the whole day will be well lived. First Evening There can be no progress, no achievement without sacrifice, and a man's worldly success will be in the measure that he sacrifices his confused animal thoughts and fixes his mind on the development of his plans and on the strengthening of his resolution and self-reliance. And the higher he lives his thoughts, the more manly, upright and righteous he becomes, the greater will be his success, the more blessed and enduring will be his achievements. Second Morning None but right acts can follow right thoughts. None but a right life can follow right acts and by living a right life, all blessedness is achieved. Mind is the master power that moulds and makes, and man is mind, and evermore he takes. The tool of thought, and shaping what he wills, brings forth a thousand joys, a thousand ills. He thinks in secret, and it comes to pass. Environment is but his looking-glass. Second Evening Calmness of mind is one of the beautiful jewels of wisdom. A man becomes calm in the measure that he understands himself as a thought-evolved being, and as he develops a right understanding and sees more and more clearly the internal relations of things by the action of cause and effect, he ceases to fret and fume and worry in grief and remains poised, steadfast, serene. Third Morning to follow, under all circumstances, the highest promptings within you, to be always true to the Divine Self, to rely upon the inward voice, the inward light, and to pursue your purpose with a fearless and restful heart, believing that the future will yield unto you the need of every thought and effort, knowing that the laws of the universe can never fail, and that your own will come back to you with mathematical exactitude. This is faith, and the living of faith. Third Evening Have a thorough understanding of your work, and let it be your own, and as you proceed, ever following the inward guide, the infallible voice, you will pass on from victory to victory, and will rise step by step to higher resting places, and your ever-broadening outlook will gradually reveal to you the essential beauty and purpose of life. Self-purified, health will be yours, self-governed, power will be yours, and all that you do will prosper. And I may stand where health, success, and power, 
Await my coming if, each fleeting hour, I cling to love in patience and abide With stainlessness and never step aside. From high integrity so shall I see At last the land of immortality. Fourth Morning When the tongue is well controlled and wisely subdued, when selfish impulses and unworthy thoughts no longer rush to the tongue demanding utterance, when the speech has become harmless, pure, gracious, gentle and purposeful, and no word is uttered but in sincerity and truth, then are the five steps in virtuous speech accomplished, then is the second great lesson in truth learned and mastered. Make pure thy heart, and thou wilt make thy life rich, sweet and beautiful. Fourth Evening Having clothed himself with humility, the first questions a man asks himself are, How am I acting towards others? What am I doing to others? How am I thinking of others? Are my thoughts of and acts towards others prompted by unselfish love? As a man in the silence of his soul asks himself these searching questions, he will unerringly see where he has hitherto failed. Fifth Morning To dwell in love always and towards all is to live the true life, is to have life itself. Knowing this, the good man gives up himself unreservedly to the spirit of love and dwells in love towards all, contending with none, condemning none, but loving all. The Christ spirit of love puts an end not only to all sin, but to all division and contention. Fifth Evening When sin and self are abandoned, the heart is restored to its imperishable joy. Joy comes and fills the self-emptied heart. It abides with the peaceful. Its reign is with the pure. Joy flees from the selfish. It deserts the quarrelsome. It is hidden from the impure. Joy cannot remain with the selfish. It is wedded to love. Sixth Morning In the pure heart there is no room left where personal judgments and hatreds can find lodgment for it is filled to overflowing with tenderness and love. It sees no evil, and only as men succeed in seeing no evil in others will they become free from sin and sorrow and suffering. If men only understood that the heart that sins must sorrow, that the hateful mind tomorrow reaps its barren harvest weeping, starving, resting not, nor sleeping, tenderness would fill their being. They would see with pity's seeing, if they only understood. Sixth Evening To stand face to face with truth, to arrive after innumerable wanderings and pains, at wisdom and bliss, not to be finally defeated and cast out, but to ultimately triumph over every inward foe, such is man's divine destiny, such his glorious goal, and this every saint, sage and saviour has declared. A man only begins to be a man when he ceases to whine and revile, and commences to search for the hidden justice which regulates his life. And as he adapts his mind to that regulating factor, he ceases to accuse others as a cause of his condition, and builds himself up in strong and noble thoughts, ceases to kick against circumstances, but begins to use them as aids to his more rapid progress 
and as a means of discovering the hidden powers and possibilities within himself. Seventh Morning The will to evil and the will to good are both within thee which will thou employ. Thou knowest what is right and what is wrong, which will thou love and foster, which destroy. Thou art the chooser of thy thoughts and deeds, thou art the maker of thine inward state. The power is thine to be what thou wilt be. Thou buildest truth and love, or lies and hate. Seventh Evening The teachings of Jesus brings men back to the simple truth that righteousness or right doing is entirely a matter of individual conduct and not a mystical something apart from a man's thoughts and deeds. Calmness and patience can become habitual by first grasping, through effort, a calm and patient thought, and then continuously thinking it and living in it until use becomes second nature and anger and impatience pass away forever. Eighth Morning Man is made or unmade by himself. In the armory of thought, he forges the weapons by which he destroys himself. He also fashions the tools with which he builds for himself heavenly mansions of joy and strength and peace. By the right choice and true application of thought, man ascends to the divine perfection. By the abuse and wrong application of thought, he descends below the level of the beast. Between these two extremes are all the grades of character, and man is their maker and master. As a being of power, intelligence and love, and the lord of his own thoughts, man holds the key to every situation. Eighth Evening Whatsoever you harbour in the inmost chambers of your heart will, sooner or later, by the inevitable law of reaction, shape itself in your outward life. Every soul attracts its own, and nothing can possibly come to it that does not belong to it. To realize this is to recognize the universality of divine law. If thou wouldst right the world, and banish all its evils and its woes, make its wild places bloom, and its drear deserts blossom as a rose, then right thyself. Ninth Morning Whatever conditions are rendering your life burdensome, you may pass out of and beyond them by developing and utilizing within you the transforming power of self-purification and self-conquest. Before the divine radiance of a pure heart, all darkness vanishes and all clouds melt away. And he who has conquered self has conquered the universe. He who sets his foot firmly upon the path of self-conquest who walks, aided by the staff of faith, the highway of self-sacrifice, will assuredly achieve the highest prosperity and will reap abounding and enduring joy and bliss. Ninth Evening It is the silent and conquering thought forces which bring all things into manifestation. The universe grew out of thought. To adjust all your thoughts to a perfect and unswerving faith in the omnipotence and supremacy of good is to cooperate with that good and to realize within yourself the solution and destruction of all evil. To mentally deny evil is not sufficient. It must, by daily practice, be risen above and understood. 
to affirm the good mentally is inadequate, it must, by unswerving endeavor, be entered into and comprehended. Tenth Morning Every thought you think is a force sent out. Whatever your position in life may be, before you can hope to enter into any measure of success, usefulness, and power, you must learn how to focus your thought forces by cultivating calmness and repose. There is no difficulty, however great, but will yield before a calm and purposeful concentration of thought, and no legitimate object but may be speedily actualized by the intelligent use and direction of one's soul forces. Think good thoughts, and they will quickly become actualized in your outward life in the form of good conditions. Tenth Evening That which you would be and hope to be, you may be now. Non-accomplishment resides in your perpetual postponement, and having the power to postpone, you also have the power to accomplish, to perpetually accomplish. Realize this truth and you shall be today and every day the ideal being of whom you dreamed. Say to yourself, I will live in my ideal now. I will manifest my ideal now. I will be my ideal now. And all that tempts me away from my ideal, I will not listen to. I will listen only to the voice of my ideal. End of Section 2 Days 1 through 10 Morning and Evening Thoughts by James Allen Recording by S.K. Edison, New Jersey